Hayes. Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hi, this is Tim Del Toro. And I'm Lou Angel Wolf, and we are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN Tan Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive forum that is flavored with humor and insight. We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Gurus show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center in beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place. And you can reach us personally at 727-543-1601. Aha. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car's been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Kill him. I'm coming. You're too late. Hell's gonna walk the earth. Hell already is walking the earth. He broke out of hell to make things right. He was good water. And God makes up with the wrong crowd. Now, he's got one last shot at redemption. That cult killed my daughter and took her baby. I am going to get her back. Thought you were dead. <laughs> you hoped I was dead. But the devil's right-hand man wants to bring him back. I'm looking for someone. 6'1", angry with attitude. If you don't tell me what I want to know. Twenty-two miles of hard road. Now that's a hell of a ride. Just so you know, I don't pick up hitchhikers. I didn't have my thumb out. Oh yeah. We got a fight coming. That baby girl's all I got. My whole life has been nothing but waiting. And now it means something. I'm with you until the end. Oh yeah. Can't stop me. I am going to kill you. Between now and then, I'm gonna mess you up. What kind of gun is that? You think there's anybody in there? I won't see you again until you're 73. You I'll see in three months. What the hell does that mean? Drive angry, shot in 3D. Wouldn't want to be you when Satan finds out. What's he going to do? Not let me back in? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is Aaron Hagar, Rat Runner's Garage, and Shift and Steer, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Awesome. I love you guys. Keep talking. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google, tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in our studio in downtown Sparkling Clearwater. 
Yes, that's the deal. Hey, if you miss any of our past shows, go to our archive page and you can listen to all 350 plus shows. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, I think within the next two weeks, it is our seventh anniversary, the beginning of our eighth year. Did I get it right this time, Bobby? That's right. Why don't you go ahead and do the social media honors for us, Bobby? Yes, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, at Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and at NRC on air. We have a really, really quick call. Really, really quick call? Okay, let's go ahead and take that. We, we owed him this. We owed him this? Okay, caller, go ahead. Let's hear your... Put your two cents in. Robert? Yes. I just want to tell you, a couple weeks ago, I'm driving down Hercules. It's probably no about way. 9 o'clock. I'm in my truck. Yeah. I'm like, who are these two hoodlums trying to ransack a 74 MGB GT? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I know these clowns. That's Robert and his son Bobby. I'm like, oh, hey, why don't you tell the listeners what happened? Well, I did. That was actually a couple years, or a couple years, a couple weeks ago. I uh, managed to very conveniently <laughs> play the classic game of uh, Gas Tank Roulette. And I, what yeah. was that? What was that? Maybe a hundred yards from a gas station with no gas can. That's about within pushing distance, really. And know, uh, it was, yeah, it was. It was. F, F. I'm like, wait a minute. I know these guys. They're a bunch of hoodlums. Yeah. So, and Charlie, to- Charlie came by and saved the day. Yeah, unfortunately, you had to have Bobby sit on your lap in the truck because I had my truck all full of stuff. So I'm sure Bobby didn't mind, right? No, that's he's fine. Been doing it's, it since he was a baby. Anyway. Since, it's been a, yeah, it's been a while since you sat on your dad's lap, right? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I had to call him and bust your chops. That's cool. Anyway, that's have cool. a good show, man. I'm gonna go to the gym for a run. You guys stay well. Talk to you soon. Take care, right. pal. Take care. Thanks, Thank, all right. Oh, see ya. That what? was. Oh, there's Alan in the Uh-oh, background. Alan, so. Alan in the background. Wait a minute. Alan's in the background. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. What do you ride with Charlie? Go to the gym too? No, no. Yeah, I look like I go to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Your your right arm does, not your left one, right? Yeah, I actually drove by the studio, but I kept on going because didn't do anything with the Colombo Peugeot today. You didn't bring the Peugeot by? No. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. I just carburetor part again. I got to do a little bit of vacuum repair. Gotcha. As they say. Whoever they are. And I'm one of them, I guess. I must be a day because I just said that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm out of here. All see right. you later. Well, take care, Al. We'll see you. <laughs> Bye. Okay. We have our local listeners and our local friends and our local fans that call in. The phone's a lot of them. Tonight. Okay. Here's we're the, the Scorpions. Away. Here's Scorpions. Hey, you're tuned into Nostalgia Getting Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. 
I'm telling them Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hi, this is Tim Del Toro. And I'm Lou Angel Wolf, and we are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN 10 Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive forum that is flavored with humor and insight. We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Gurus show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center and beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place. And you can reach us personally at 727-543-1601. Aha. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Okay, we're back, and you tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. All this fun and laughter with all our call-ins and stuff like that. Now, at the beginning of the movie, we played, uh, or the beginning of the, movie, beginning of the show, we played uh, an old uh, clip from uh, a Nicolas Cage movie, Drive Angry. And, of course, my nickname sometimes is The Angry Car Guy. And uh, But we're not going to do any uh, any any uh, impersonations right now. If you guys tune into our show all the time, you know that we talk about uh, automotive stuff. We do interviews. Uh, we talk about the guys from... Uh, the build collector cars. Uh, we talk about auctions. We talk about all kinds of stuff. One thing we haven't covered in a while, in fact, I don't think we've ever covered it on this show, is we haven't talked about real estate. And you're probably wondering, well, why would we talk about real estate? Well, you know what? A lot of car guys are always in the market for a home with a big garage. They do have to live. They do have to live. We have to have a place to protect and cherish our treasures, our cars, our boats, our motorcycles, and some cases, guys that have little airplanes. So this evening, our topic is going to be homes with garages even if it's a small home with a big garage or a big house with a little garage but it's mainly a house that garages are toys so i'm delighted to welcome the show this evening the founder of carproperties.com robert cross welcome to nostalgic Radio cars oh hi thank you robert i appreciate it so tell tell us a little bit about uh how your interest in car properties kind of all evolved you're basically a car guy you kind of same thing got a house Got a couple of cars. You don't want to pay storage. You want it all at your home, and one thing led to another, correct? Yeah, that's a pretty good synopsis. Um, I mean, basically, growing up around car collecting, I got a pretty strong uh, impression of how important a garage was to, you know, a lot of people that used to uh, hang around our house and people that were involved in the car collecting that my uh, parents did, you know, back in the day. And so that kind of got me started in it from the standpoint of understanding the value of the garage space to certain people. And then it kind of went in the background for a long time until later on in life. <laughs> okay, so and, but, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so, so then later when you became more active with cars and stuff like that, it became an issue for you as well. But uh, go ahead and give us kind of like a, a little background on yourself a little bit because you're you're from the Bay Area, and I would say you're probably closer to the Silicon Valley area than I was. I'm from Northern Cal, so I'm from Marin County. You're actually right there. In, is, it, is that Santa Clara County? Is that what that is, south of San Francisco? Uh, well, we used to be headquartered in Mountain View. The company now is actually based out of um, – Cheyenne, Wyoming. Oh, wow. As a corporation. Yeah. But it was founded in a uh, in Mountain View, California. I spent a lot of years in Silicon Valley. Um, you know, I, I went to Burlingame High School in the peninsula there. So, yeah, but I was a longtime resident of the Bay Area and right there in the middle of all that. So, I mean, when I got into the real estate side of things after I had you know, done a lot of things in business before then, made some money and, and decided I wanted to sort of do some other things. And I went and got a real estate license, but I did that strictly because I wanted to help people that were uh, basically car collectors and car enthusiasts that had, you know, requirements for a big garage for their house, uh, for their car collection. Um, and nobody was really paying any attention to that at the time. It was, but I knew it was a relatively, important market to certain people and there wasn't an easy way to really find these places and to for you know to sell them uh people were 
that own these kind of properties were being told things like, well, we'll just completely ignore your garage or we'll just tell people they can convert it into a bunch of different bedrooms and things like that. That was kind of the status quo back then, which was in the early 2000s, like 2002 in that era. Um, so it was almost as if you so, had a garage. It was like a stigma then, right? Yeah, yeah, it really was. And then to a lot of real estate brokers to this day, in some ways, it kind of still is. We've tried to educate, you know, the real estate community with our efforts. I mean, it, w- this ended up going way beyond me as just a local uh, uh, real estate agent back in, you know, in, in the Los Altos Mountain View area. I was working in some pretty high-end neighborhoods. And that was the thing about that particular niche is it takes you into some very high-end properties, you know. Um, and so it opened doors to a lot of deals that probably would have never came my way otherwise. But, you know, and a lot of real estate agents told me I was crazy for getting into it. They thought there was absolutely no business to be had doing that. Well, the other good thing is, too, Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. All right. Where I was going with this is like, for example, what people don't realize is the Bay Area has an extremely strong car culture. And like you said, you came kind of out of the, well, actually, you did a couple, you did a little bit of radio stuff for a while, right? You were a radio disc jockey. And yeah. you, you started a company yeah. called, let's see, American Freedom DJ Radio. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that, too. And, uh, but so uh-huh. your, your collective background, you were always kind of entrenched with cars. So hence, you always yeah. were kind of exposed to the need for people that were car enthusiasts, they needed a place to keep the cars, obviously they wanted to show the cars, but you know, a car's like your baby, it's like your kid, you know, I mean, just like your right. kid has its own little bedroom, well, your car needs its own little bedroom, basically, so <laughs> you, you, right. you expounded on that, so go ahead and, uh, and talk further, as they yeah. say. Yeah, well, I had a background, like you say, in radio uh, as part of my work history, so I had a lot of experience, like, with selling advertising and the whole business model of that. And when I, by the time I got into the real estate business, it was um, a situation where I was just doing it, not because I had to, but because I was interested in this niche and trying to really see what could be done in this niche. And the word kind of got out amongst car collectors, and I started getting phone calls from all over the country from people, you know, saying, hey, can you help me here, you know, sell my house in Florida or in Texas or wherever. And I was like, well, you know pretty limited with the real estate license you really just can do stuff in your, in your own state and it's pretty much a local type of business more than anything but the idea started coming to me after i got so many requests from it and it was clear that i tapped into something that that people were you know responding to um and then we started getting some articles written about us in in the san jose mercury news and things like that and i was like okay this is this is there's something here you know so I kind of tapped into my background of advertising, knowing how you know to make money in advertising, and also I had some technology thrown in the mix there. And we decided to launch this web business called CarProperty.com, and just based on the fact that people needed a venue to promote these properties, and. And so I was kind of just trying to answer a lot of the calls we were getting from people all over the country at that time, looking for how we could help them out. And it became an advertising vehicle, basically. Okay. So tell us a little bit how how carproperties.com works. So let's just say I'm in Timbuktu. Uh, Let's say I'm in Chicago, okay? And I'm not necessarily interested in relocating to California or to Oregon or to Cheyenne, Wyoming, but I really would uh, Mm -hmm. like to find something in uh, maybe Minnesota, or I have a place in, in outside of Chicago, uh, let's just say Fox Lake or something like that, and it's I've got a big garage, and I want people to find out about it. And the locals know about it, and there's probably not some local people interested, but there might be somebody from elsewhere in the United States that may want to relocate to Chicago for whatever reason, and I've got right. this beautiful home with this beautiful garage. How do I right. market this? I go through carproperties.com, and how does the procedure work? Um, the procedure is, is pretty straightforward. It's, uh, it's, it's basically kind of a, well, originally we were using a piece of software that, that was just doing classified advertising. So, but it's, it's similar to, uh, just creating a, an ad listing in a lot of different websites. You know, you enter in your information. The difference with ours is it's very 
focused on the garage space. We customized the fields that people put information into. You know, we built the categories that were specific to, you know, like houses with big garages for sale, houses with big garages for rent. Those are our two big categories. We we added other real estate categories also, some in the commercial space, um, you know, and things like around different categories around things like car condos and uh, storage space outside of the residential market. But the residential co- uh, categories for our website was always the hook. I mean, it's like in music, you know, you know, music, you know, good songs have a hook, something yep. that gets people. Well, with our website, it was the same thing. The hook was these residential properties with big garages. Everybody's like, oh, wow, we didn't know those existed. You know, people really react kind of very, um, well, they're interested in that, even if they're not buying them or anything like that. But for sellers, it's very easy to do. They, they can they can post their, their property on there. They can upload up to like 50 pictures. You know, we've upgraded it over the years. I mean, it was started in 2007 as a web business. And um, it's been upgraded, you know, with a little bit more modern technology incrementally. Um, but it's it's uh, it's not hard to do. And then people can find, you know, your property by searching geographically, by searching by the number of garage spaces, by searching through the categories on the website. Um, so, you know, that's largely how it works. I don't know if I'm answering your question directly or, no, you're, you're or doing, indirectly, but... You're good, you're good. Let me ask you this. Do you notice a trend? Okay, so by that I mean... Now, you're up in Oregon right now, but you you're obviously come from the California area, barrier there. Regardless of whether you're in, in, in Oregon, California, Chicago, wherever, Dallas, do you notice a trend? In other words, is there a specific amount of space that the average car collector is looking for when he's when in other words what what size is a demand what size is an ideal size for a, for the ideal car collector garage guy um you know that that's kind of an individual sort of thing but we we did set like a minimum for residential properties saying okay. like four car garages or more and saying okay that's that's a very unique property in most areas just four car garages or more mm-hmm. but in and then in inner city areas we downgraded that to like a three-car garage but that's like in urban areas you know like uh, if people are because in urban areas they may not even have one car garage you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. but but a lot of collectors that really use our site have garage space big enough for anywhere i would say the minimum average is probably usually right around seven or eight cars up to i mean we've had three four hundred car collection oh you know properties advertised on our website so it's pretty unique the one that is an eye catcher and they actually did a tv um spec on it and that's the one that you have up i believe it's up near reno and that's where the guy has the complete underground garage that he can actually take his yeah. rv bus that's an amazing spectacular piece of property yeah yeah that was on hgtv as well that property the guy that the guy that built that was a pioneer in silicon valley actually he was I forgot which company it was, but he was founder of one of the one of the kind of early tech companies there. And wasn't Larry Ellis, was it? Uh, wasn't Larry Ellis? No, he's the, the guy's not as well known as Larry. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I know Paul Paul Allen. Doesn't he live up that way from uh, Microsoft? Paul Allen, yeah, yeah, he's yeah up in Washington. But oh, he's he actually, up in Washington. Yeah, Paul Allen's got a strong presence in Oregon, where I live now, but. Um, Yes, he he owns the Portland Trailblazers NBA team. Okay. So, actually, anyways, uh, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, Bill Gates is actually a car collector as well. Most people don't know that, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, that is true. There's that's one thing we found too is uh, there's like Bill Gates. You wouldn't think that you know maybe he's a car collector. A lot of the the privacy issues that have come with being in this space. Um, it's something that, you know, when people are selling, they let down their privacy guard. So, you know, we've ran into a lot of, you know, very wealthy people over the years in this. And, and they're, they're like, they don't want their neighbors to know they got this underground garage on their property and they got like, you know, 20 cars worth, you know, $10 million there or whatever. But when they go to sell, they have to sort of, if they want to try to promote that part of their property, 
that's what our website has helped them do. And that's when, you know, people find out about it. So that's why it's a little bit newsworthy, too, because we found, you know, we've been able to promote some of these properties through public relations efforts over the years and had some success with that as well. And uh, But the kind that people let their guard down and their privacy guard on these kind of things is when they got to sell their property. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> But 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 it's true though, and and you can concur with this because a lot of the guys that do have, let's just say, substantial collection, and it might be one or two cars worth ten, fifteen million. It might be fifteen cars worth the same amount of money, or guys that have hundred million dollar collections. I mean, nowadays, you know, yeah. one Ferrari is worth twenty million dollars. Certain ones. So, right. but there you. there is a certain amount of anonymity, and I respect that. And you can certainly concur with the fact that. That's one of the reasons why it is kind of a hush-hush thing. But those are those are exceptions to the rules. For the most part, what we're talking about is the guy that's like you or myself that has maybe four or five cars, and we're looking for mm-hmm. something that's got you know a couple thousand extra square feet of storage right. garage area. It could be basically a big giant toy box for us guys, right. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's there's a lot of those properties out there. One of the, that was that was the thing too. I mean. Our, since our, our since carproperty.com is an advertising based model, you know we've just really tapped into the the very sort of maybe two to five percent of the entire market at any given time, as far as the number of properties that are actually out there. And I mean, because people don't always want to spend money on advertising, so they don't post them, even though they should be. They should be promoting it more because we really have the premier website for that. And it's very easy for people to do. But like you say, I mean, there's a lot of these properties out there, and a lot of them are geared towards people like you and I who, you know, don't have $100 million collections. But, you know, we have some cars we want to keep in a nice garage. We'll be able to have a party with our friends, you know, or whatever, work on our cars here and there. And, And there are a lot of these properties out there but I don't think they get promoted as much as they should. That's what carproperty.com is there for. So, you know, I always hope that we see more of that when we talk to folks on the radio or whomever, um, because I think it helps get the word out, you know. And, and the property owners, I guarantee you, they appreciate it 100%. I mean, they they love our website when they have a property like this. Um, they just have to, if they're selling it or whatever, they have to convince their agent, or actually just demand that they advertise it, and we know that happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now if people want to find out more about carproperties.com, how do they go about doing it, Robert? Um, well, they can go to carproperty.com, or they can go to carproperties, like you're saying. We own both domains. They both uh, they redirect to carproperty.com. It's um, C-A-R-P-R-O-P-E-R-T-Y.com. Um, then go there and peruse through what's what's on the site, the different you know categories. We have featured ads, and then we have what we call our just our standard ads. The featured ads have more visibility. If somebody wants to promote uh, a property they're selling or leasing, we, the ad links are right near the top of the page. It's very easy to do. It's just like it, I mean, most people are pretty proficient at putting information on the internet nowadays. When we first started, it was a lot different story. Nowadays, we don't have to do as much hand-holding as we used to do because people are posting stuff on Facebook or what have you, so they're they're more comfortable with uploading information on a website, you know, stuff like that. So it's really pretty easy to do. Our ads are not free, though. That's one thing, you know, we, we do charge for them. I mean, it's a premium service, and we have a, you know, a clientele user base that have a very specific focus and really not going to find anything quite like that anywhere else so you know we've been able to generate you know ad dollars that way and that's not that easy to do online actually um so but it's pretty easy to use i would just recommend going to the website and checking it out and if you own one of these properties um and you know you're renting it or you're selling it you can post the ad yourself and control it, or you can have your agent do it. Um, and, you know, either way works fine. Um, we always suggest if your agent says they're going to do it, make sure they do it because they don't always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and I both, but on both sides of that one. Robert, we're up against yeah. 
we're up against the clock here, but what I want to do is thank you very much for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure and check out carproperty.com. And especially if you want to find right. a really cool house, house someplace in our beautiful United States where you can keep your really, really cool cars, check out carproperties.com. Robert, thank you very much for coming on the show, and we'll definitely be in touch. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Take, take care. Bye-bye. Uh, Mr. Bobby, what do we got going on? Well, actually, I think we should make a little special announcement here. Our good friends at Smoke and Rib Shack, our primary and best of friends sponsor here, uh, the Rib Shack Barbecue, is getting ready to open up their new location on West Bay Drive. Yes, they are. They're moving right down the street. Right down the street to 426 West Bay Drive. So... You're still going to smell. You, your nose should still lead you to it. You're still going to smell. Absolutely, but the, they're moving to a little bit larger location. I think they're going to have a uh, four COP license. They're going to have beer and wine. Beer and wine, right? yes. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and, and so occasionally some live entertainment. Room for entertainment and room for lots of people to eat inside. Yes, absolutely. So uh, check out the new Rib Shack Barbecue. They'll be moving here, what, in the next couple of weeks? Uh, early June. Early June. Okay, so that's the end of the month. End of the month. Wow, we're in May already. Wow. Hey, yeah, don't forget, we have our seven-year anniversary show coming up here pretty soon. And uh, like I like I mentioned to you guys earlier, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, car homes with car garages for guys like myself and a whole bunch of other guys. Because, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, a lot of guys are looking to move out of Pinellas County here, I've heard lately. And they're looking to move to rural areas where they have these great, fantastic roads in, believe it or not, northern Florida. When I say northern Florida, I'm talking only up a few counties. So I'm talking, you know, just on the other side of, what's that kind of called? Pasco? There's Pasco. There's yeah, you Pasco. Hernando. Well, Pernasco's got so-so roads. But when you get up there around here in and Citrus County and Lake County, you get some amazing roads up there. And the further north you go, you know, so you don't have to go to Georgia, Alabama, or the Carolinas. We actually have some pretty cool roads right in our own state here within uh, an hour and a half's drive. So one of the things that we're going to be doing here in the near future, once we get uh, this a little bit more under control and we do a little more research, is we'll probably initiate some drives. We'll initiate some rallies. We'll get a group of guys together, and uh, we're going to do some uh, rallies, maybe yeah. uh, 20, 30 cars, where we do kind of like a, not a poker run, but where we meet someplace for breakfast, we stop someplace for lunch, and then we stop again someplace for dinner. And, then and maybe all in day, do some really cool curvy roads and get to see real Florida for a change. Yes, and then do some uh, some dyno testing at Oh, Vortex. yeah, we'll do some dyno testing at Vortex Motorsports. Which, in fact, they, nah, nah, nah. they had a uh, open house this past weekend here. So uh, you got something teamed up? Teamed up. Queued up on the radio there, Bobby? Oh, yeah. Great white. Oh, we got a little great white. All right. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgia Grading Cars. Don't touch that dial. We got some more real estate action coming your way. from the off-world colonies two weeks ago. 
Six replicants. I need you, Dex. I need the old Blade Runner. Replicants are like any other machine. They're either a benefit or a hazard. If they're a benefit, it's not my problem. I'm Rachel. Deckard. They were designed to copy human beings in every way. How can it not know what it is? Commerce is our goal here at Tyrell. More human than human is our motto. If only you could see what I've seen. What seems to be the problem? I want more life. It's too bad she won't live. But then again, who does? More human than human is our motto. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. This is Adam Janai from Mob Steel, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hustle hard out there, folks, and keep it real. Okay, we're back. You tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and yes, thanks, Adam. He's from the Detroit area. Hopefully, you tune into his show every so often. Mob Steel, they do some pretty wicked stuff, especially with badass four-door Lincolns. So, hey, while we're on the subject of uh, car guys and cars, and you need a place to keep your cars, we're talking about real estate with Big garages and toy boxes. So uh, we just had a gentleman on from California. We now have a gentleman coming on our show. He's also the founder of his company. It's called Gearhead Homes, and they're based out of Detroit, Michigan. And I'm delighted to welcome the founder of Gearhead Homes to our show this evening, Brian McNamara. Brian, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Robert? Pretty good. So uh, let's uh, let's hear your take on how you got in. You actually also kind of have a car background, and yeah. it kind of – the car garage thing is kind of out of necessity for you, too. Kind of that's how it developed, right? So tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I started in the performance automotive uh, aftermarket industry, so I sold everything from turbos to pistons to anything to speed shops all over the United States. And um, uh, yeah, I've been in the cars ever since I was, you know, first had my license, working on them, wrenching on them, racing them, whatever. And uh, when I wanted to get out of the corporate world and, start something up i was already into real estate with having my own income properties and whatnot uh had my license and um i thought about getting always thought about getting into real estate but when i was interested in it when i got my license is when the downturn happened and the market crashed so i was like well i got a great job i'm in an awesome industry i'm not going to get into that now so um once the market started bouncing back uh i wanted to get back into it and um start doing sales uh, on the real estate side. And once I started talking to some of my friends that I was going to start selling homes there, everybody kept saying, Hey, find me a house with a big garage. And I was in the same boat because when I was looking for a house with a big garage, uh, every single real estate I talked a real estate agent I talked to, it's like their eyes would glaze over. Um, they, they were taking me houses with no garages and, you know, they're, let's say, look at the granite countertops, look at the beautiful kitchen. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> it's like, yeah. show me the garage, you know? And uh, I want to see the garage first. And it's just, I get these blank stares. So, um, you know, so everything just kind of fell into place at the same time. And uh, I was looking for something new. Um, you know, I was kind of stumbling into friends that were looking for homes and all that. And then um, I came up with Gear at Homes and just kind of ran from there. So, um, you know, we've been in business for almost five years now. And uh, we're growing exponentially every single year. And uh, it's just we're getting more and more popular. Um, I mean, instead of us making phone calls now, we're getting phone calls every day. Uh, we do um, booths and shows at different car shows around Metro Detroit. Uh, we do Detroit Autorama at Cobo Hall every year. We do a big booth there. Um, there's a Novi Hot Rod Expo that they have. It's kind of like a mini trade show, like a PRI or a SEMA, just on a very small scale. And uh, we put up a booth there. And... Uh, so, and, and I know so many people in the industry, uh, they just have a lot of connections. So um, it was just a natural um, 
natural metamorphosis when I came into, you know, getting into real estate and also still doing the car thing. And I didn't want to lose all that knowledge I knew from the car industry, doing something completely different in a different industry. So I just melded them together. That's great. That's great. Now, would it be fair to say for all the realtors that are listening this evening that the car hobby is highly underestimated in the country as a whole? Would that be a fair statement? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And, um, especially in Metro. I mean, we're, we're the Motor City. We're Metro Detroit. So um, the inventory for homes with big garages in Metro Detroit, you know, even out in the, the rural areas, is huge. So uh, when I first started doing this, um, I wasn't even sure it was a good idea because I didn't even know how many homes actually had big garages. I might have had a really low inventory and nothing to sell. So um, I had to do a lot of research into that and also come up with some very um, uh, new ways of actually finding those homes because uh, as most real estate agents out there, they don't. I mean, they don't even think about the garage at all. So when it comes to even putting information into the MLS, which is the multi-listing system, it's where everyone searches for homes, all real estate agents, um, there's barely any information in there. So actually, we do a lot of education. Uh, anytime we come across an agent we've never dealt with before, anytime we talk to an agent, we tell them who we are, what we do, and if they get any listings that have homes with big garages, to please put in the information as much as much information as they can get on the garages from dimensions, square footage, uh, the height of the doors, width of the doors, height of the ceiling in case somebody wanted to put a lift in it, uh, insulated, drywalled, um, is there you know electrical? Is there a separate electrical box? What's the amperage? Do they have two twenty, one ten? Um, you know because we've got clients that want to do full fabrication, they want to put some machining equipment in. Uh, there's a lot of needs um, or a lot of uh, a lot of factors involved with the garage too, not just the big garage, but there's also you know they'd rather have all that stuff in besides having to build it out themselves. Okay, now let me ask you this: what this is something that I've run into, particularly down here in Florida, okay? And because um, when you're out there on the hunt, obviously, I have a I, I have an issue. Well, you come, we both come from the car world, and we both come from kind of a marketing and PR world as well. Because when we're selling a product, we're PR, we're selling, okay? Mm-hmm. So we understand, you know, pr- you know, public relations and marketing and getting as much information to the prospect, prospect, prospective buyer as you possibly can. All the details. It's no different than when you're selling a car. I find that people in general lack severely in that department. In other words, they do not go out with a detail. And just like you said, they will show you a house. The first thing they do is they assume we all wear dresses. And look at these beautiful granite tops. Look at the stainless steel sink. Look at this gorgeous bathroom. Look at the tile. You know what? The first thing I say is, I don't want to see that. I want to see the garage. Okay. The, generally, the guy calls the shots because he's the guy that's got a bankroll of thing. And honeydew comes in, and of course, you know, you got to keep, you know, happy wife, happy life, you know, that type of deal too. And uh, and that's important. But I feel that you need to market all aspects of a home. And you got to market to the guy, and you got to market to the woman. And they generally yeah. market. You got to be careful there, Robert, too, because we have a lot of women in Metro Detroit that actually want big garages, too. Do you so, really? Well, <laughs> all right. Of, there's a lot of car girls around here, too. So it's uh, it, sometimes it's, it's actually a joint effort when uh, we have a lot of couples that uh, both want a big garage. And if they don't, um, you know, we're good at picking out uh, a nice kitchen and some nice bathrooms too. But it's, uh, you know, it, it sometimes it goes both ways. They're both looking for a big space. You're absolutely right. Now, to to my point a little bit, I've run across, um, you know, people when they take pictures of real estate, they don't, they leave the garages out. They think it's actually an eyesore. And like you had mentioned, and a couple other people have told me in the past, well, you know, I mean, the garage is kind of insignificant. No, it isn't. Or let's just say it's a horse farm. We have a lot of horse ranches down here in Florida, okay? And now, obviously, a guy, and we're in Florida, we have to deal with humidity and stuff like this. So my preference would obviously be block buildings, okay? But we have a lot of wooden buildings. We have a lot of tin buildings. People throw those up because they're generally cheaper. And yeah. uh, But there's a lot of moisture in Florida, and building metal buildings sweat, wood buildings rot, and, you know, with the weather and stuff like that. So it's not a good idea down here. However, they are out there, and I keep telling people, I said, listen, if you've got, let's say, like a small um, storage area where, or a tack room or stables or something like that, that can be converted. You need to market that as a potential car shop, storage, garage, motorcycles, you know, 
boats, anything. Because you know, motorsport, yeah. just like your name. You said we were talking about this earlier. Gearhead. Well, you didn't say auto car guy home. It's gearhead because a gearhead really is a guy that likes anything that's you know any internal combustion engine. So it could be cars, boats, motorcycles, yep. uh, quads, anything of that nature. So yeah. and that was the big intention with the name too, is to actually cover more than just car enthusiasts. Just, I mean, uh, any kind of hobbyist, anybody needs big space. Um, like I said, anybody working on boats, whatever, even uh, woodworkers. I've got. I'm looking for a house with a big garage right now for a guy who wants to put a huge wood shop in. He needs 2,400 square foot or more of garage space for his wood shop. Do you find that a lot of people, um, and let's just use Detroit as a as a as an example, you know, because you had some high unemployment, but there was a lot of people if they were skilled craftsmen, and again, mm-hmm. those would be the guys that would. That's the profile of the guy that says, "Look, you know, like you said." Uh, I'm a fabricator. I need a shop. I need 220. I got to be able to run some heavy equipment. Uh, I'm a carpenter. I'm a cabinet maker. I'm a wood shop kind of guy. You know, just like you said, those guys also fall in that category. They also want that 2,000 square foot garage or 2,500 yep. square foot garage, and you know, to do their business as well as their hobbies. Yeah, small business owners like landscapers. Um, you know, they've got heavy equipment. Uh, you know, big trailers, stuff like that, and. You know, that's another thing with zoning uh, and zoning laws. You've got uh, issues with, you know, certain zoning laws not allowing trailers to be parked on a property or certain areas in the property or whatever. You have HOAs that, you know, disallow it. It's, you know, so we're always, we're always battling that, too. We're battling zoning. We're battling HOAs. So before we even get a, a client into a home to look at, We've got to look at, you know, if, if the house doesn't have the appropriate garage that they need and they want to build onto it or even build an outbuilding um, or second garage or whatever, uh, does the zoning even allow it? So, we, you know, we don't want to make sure we want to make sure one of our buyers is buy a home and intends to build an extra garage. And then after he buys the house, the zoning department saying, oh, no, you can't do that. So we've got to watch out for that also. How do we take this to a uh, national level? In other words, for example, like your your company, Gearhead Homes. I like the name; it's really cool. And uh, so, have you explored the options of franchising, uh, nationwide networking? Share a little bit of the, your thoughts on that. So it's always been kind of in the in the plan, in the books, uh, in the big picture. Uh, but of course, too, it's you know, we're still a younger company, and we're trying to make sure that we do. Um, the real estate thing, right? Because, and actually, I was listening to the podcast or the the, cast, or the, the show just a little bit earlier with um, uh, Robert from Car Property, and like they're an advertising company more than anything else. Where we're, you know, we're a real estate sales team model, so we want to make sure that we do our real estate sales team model the best that we can, and then expand out from there. So, um, you know, we're trying to get the foundation right so we can mimic what we've done here into other states. Whether that be by franchise or, you know, one of us, either myself, goes down to a different state and opens up a new office, uh, that's also in the, in, an option. That's something that we've looked at. Uh, I know a lot of different areas that I would love to open up an office and do gear at homes uh, you know, further south. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely in the big picture. You know, we network with a bunch of agents. We call them gearhead agents. We even have gearheadagents.com. That actually just goes right to our website to – um, uh, a page that kind of links you to what states we've got. Um, we network with other agents in, so there there is quite a few um, gearhead agents around the country, and I've been searching them out the best I can, uh, so we can network and we can pass clients back and forth because um, we've, we even work with Ford, Chrysler, GM. Uh, there's a lot of young engineers coming in from all around the country that are moving into Southeast Michigan to work for the big three. And a lot of them are car enthusiasts and they want something with a big garage. So, um, you know, either they find out about us through word of mouth or our social media or whatever advertising we do or whatever, or they can learn from us from another agent in a different state that can, you know, call us up and say, Hey, I'm sending you so-and-so he's a gearhead He's out of, you know, say you're out of Texas or something. He just got hired by Ford and he's looking for a big garage. So um, we can get the information from them and then we can, you know, we, we do a little commission split basically between us and the the, uh, the agent that sent us the, the client. So that's a, another way to do it also. But eventually we would, you know, we've, we've been talking to a couple of people about uh, expanding the name and taking on as basically like a franchise, but um, we're in the, the, um, the starting stages of that. 
All right. And um, now we got a couple minutes left, but what, one of the things that you and I talked about earlier, too, is actual, you know, like you have a horse community, you have um, a plane community, you know, like these little fly-in areas. Car communities, are they starting to sprout up? People people don't understand. Yes. There's a huge niche market there, right? Right. No, it's huge. And uh, one of the big things that, well, one of the things we've been doing, too, because there's such low inventory in southeast Michigan as far as homes go, I mean, we have more buyers now than we ever have before. And But the problem is right now is finding them the right home because we're really low on inventory in southeast Michigan. So we've actually started working with builders and um, we're even working with a builder right now that, that put in a 40 property or a 40 lot uh, subdivision. And the HOA is extremely lenient on pole barns. Um, so they allow pole barns, they allow fences, they allow trailers to be parked. And all these are one to two acre lots. So they're big lots and the homes are between 26 to 2,900 square feet, two story ranches, whatever. But they'll build whatever size garage attached that you want, and they can go up to 1,200 square feet of a detached garage or a pole barn. Um, and they're limited to that because of the township, uh, not because of the HOA. Um, but, I mean, you could have 2,400 square feet of garage space with doing 1,200 square feet on the home and 1,200 square feet in the, the separate pole barn. So um, they we're basically trying to build a gear-ed community in that subdivision. So um, that's something we're doing, and also um, – and there's other builders we're working with too, and there's uh, also the car condo complexes that are popping up. Uh, we've got M1 Concourse in Pontiac, Michigan. They've got a one and a half mile track, and they they're almost sold out. Um, and they just started breaking ground, you know, just over a year ago, um, and they've been selling like crazy. And then uh, working with another developer for Heritage Farms Motorplex Car Condos that wants to go in by Detroit Metro Airport. Uh, they want to do around 500 car condo units in a two and a half mile track, um, and then there's car condo units. I mean, I know there's in, they're in Chicago, they're in every state, um, and there's even a, like a chain, a franchise chain that people are doing for car condos, and those are popping up all over the country too. It's just they're big boxes that you can build out however you want in the you know in them, and uh, have all your toys uh, inside, and you've got your buddy next door with all his toys, and it's just like a big community of car enthusiast that's super um, well yeah. uh brian we're up against the clock right now why don't you give out the website information one more time it were gearheadhomes.com so g-e-a-r-h-e-a-d-h-o-m-e-s.com uh our website we've got listings on there we specialize in southeast michigan but uh we're going to be expanding soon and we can also uh, uh hook you up with agents in other states too if you're moving out or in other states got a good network we're also on Facebook. Just look us up, uh, Gear at Homes on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. We kind of hit all of them when it comes to social media. So we're we're all over the place. Super. Well, Brian, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show this evening. Uh, I look forward to meeting you sometime when you come down to Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest yeah. this evening was Brian McNamara, founder of Gearhead Homes. Uh, Brian, take care. Hey, all my guys. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Robert. Thank you. My listeners, don't forget, check out our show every Tuesday night the most fascinating legendary names in motorsports and car stuff in general. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. If you missed any of our past shows, Nostalgic Winning Cars, the podcast. Hopefully we'll see some of the car shows this weekend. Chin Motorsports and Sebring, Swap Meet, Sumter County. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a feller in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WECF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.